Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Student Perspectives, the podcast where we talk with student pharmacists about their unique challenges and opportunities presented throughout their professional journey. My name is Haley McKeefer, and I serve the Pharmacy Student Forum through the Advancement of Professional Practice Advisory Group. I have the honor of participating in our Wellbeing and Resiliency Charge as their lead. And today I'm joined by Wellbeing and Resiliency Charge member Lauren Campisi of the Harrison School of Pharmacy at Auburn University, and SSHP member Rybeck Sizer Lomboy of the UT Tyler Fish College of Pharmacy. We are excited to chat about maintaining well being as student leaders, transitioning from digital leadership back to in person leadership. Quarantine was a jarring experience in many ways. Personally, as a P1 last year, I really struggled to transition all of my leadership skills to be effective over Zoom. I was paranoid and lacked confidence that my leadership was meaningful in the digital environment. It meant the world to realize other student pharmacists were experiencing similar frustrations. And now, thanks to the work of healthcare professionals and vaccines, many pharmacy programs have opened back up for in-person learning and in-person student leadership. But just like transitioning out of in-person leadership, it has been a interesting experience to say the least transitioning back to physically leading face-to-face and without losing all the lessons learned from digital leadership. Today's podcast will focus on easing student pharmacist leaders back into our new normal and how to maintain our well-being above it all. Thanks for joining us today. Let's start off by discussing the transition from in-person to remote leadership in March 2020, or what I lovingly call the before times. Rybeck or Lauren, did you pursue any leadership positions during the pandemic, and how are these leadership roles impacted by lockdown measures? So I'm in the class of 2022. So actually, right when March 2020 shutdown happened, I was three months into my presidency of our school's council. So I'd say I had to adapt pretty quickly to move um, to virtual. Auburn University has over 20 student organizations in the Harrison School of Pharmacy. So schools council works to coordinate their efforts um, and activities as well as promoting like council committees. So fundraising or health and wellness, for example. So the move to being virtual was unexpected to say the least. We had to adapt though. And I just really tried to be there for my organization presidents by being like up to date on requirements And I also worked with faculty for things they needed or wanted, like, for example, how to enforce social distancing at meetings. Yeah, Lauren, I'm in the class of 2024. So at the start of the 2020-21 school year, we didn't know when in-person leadership opportunities would open back up. My campus went completely online before my P1 year, so I knew everything would be remote. I had had some previous remote leadership experiences in undergrad, So I wasn't too apprehensive about the opportunity. I did run for class leadership and had been on my campus before working on a master's degree. So when everything locked down, I wanted to be available for addressing student concerns about what campus has to offer or what new resources they had during the pandemic. So like you were mentioning with student government, uh, I had the honor of being elected as class president. And Rybeck, I know you also had a similar experience with your class presidency. That's correct. Uh, yes, I was in the class of 2020. I'm in class of 2023 and was 
also elected as a uh, class president in my P1 year, like Haley. Most of my original goals as a P1 class president was to promote unity and camaraderie within my class through celebrations and outings during class or after class. When the 2020 lockdown happened in March, most of these goals and duties transitioned to making sure that most of my classmates um, got what they needed and were safe to succeed despite the new challenges of the pandemic. An example of this was when our school had made a decision to move students from on-campus housing before we were scheduled to do an exam in our integrated pathophysiology course. After communicating this to our course coordinator, my class was able to reschedule that exam in order to allow affected classmates time to move back home with their families and still study adequately. The same leadership philosophy continued into my second term as a P2 class president last year in the 2020-21 academic year. In that year, I was also involved as a founding brother of the Delta Iota chapter of Phi Delta Chi, celebrating as its first worthy correspondent or corresponding secretary. It was somewhat frustrating when nearly everything we were expected to do, such as recruitment, social events, and philanthropy, had to be either severely restricted in scope or absolutely could not be executed without a lot of limitations on what we could do. I think every student can agree with you that those social restrictions were frustrating, especially as student leaders organizing, trying to keep things normal. Um, you know, frustrating, but necessary. Let's focus on what some of these other challenges were regarding remote leadership. So for me, because I had no previous social interaction with my class, I struggled the most with establishing peer-to-peer -peer communication through technology. Um, there's no, really no way, natural way to make that happen. My program was completely remote, except for a two-hour socially distanced compounding lab once a week, so not a lot of natural opportunity. And because of this and asynchronous learning, I didn't have any ways to interact with my classmates outside of Facebook or GroupMe, which were all platforms that we only used to post formal updates. So did y'all have any similar experiences with your cohorts? So I have a strong passion for technology. I originally had the impression that infusing as much technology and leadership was the answer to not being available to each other in person. But I quickly learned that burning out from technology, like Haley's GroupMe or especially uh, Zoom or Outlook, was and still is a strong drawback of remote leadership. Furthermore, I strongly believe in leaving different areas of your life behind when you leave certain locations. Work from home boundaries has been very hard for me to establish and abide by, especially at the beginning of the pandemic. And although I have improved in this area, I still think it is the greatest weakness in remote leadership. I agree with everything y'all said, but for me, it was a little different because I was a P2 when our shutdown kind of happened. So I had my P1 year in-person experience. So we all kind of knew each other prior to going into the pandemic. So overall, I would say me personally, I adjusted well to remote leadership and the class, I think, to remote learning. Personally, remote learning opened up my schedule so I could kind of hop on a Zoom meeting whenever like a faculty organization advisor or another student leader needed me. But I will say that one of the hardest things for students that I saw was managing burnout and keeping each other motivated in a time when we couldn't really like be with each other. So we thrive on interaction. And so I tried to make my best effort to reach out to others and make sure I wasn't like waiting for someone to come to me. While the move to virtual was stressful, I think it helped push us as students and healthcare professionals to be out of our comfort zone, especially for those of us who might be more technology challenged, unlike you guys. So overall, I think we did our best at learning and adapting. 
I really appreciate that perspective because frankly, remote leadership opportunities existed before lockdown. They'll continue to exist after the pandemic. And with that in mind, what advice would you both share with a student pharmacist who's about to undertake a new remote role? Yeah, so I kind of mentioned this, but it was really important that I reached out before being reached out to. I think we need to continue to be present with each other and think ahead. So even though the position might be remote, continue to like try to pull each other up and pull out each other's personalities through the screen. Reach out to all those who are meeting with you. Make sure that your voice reaches everyone in the room. Maybe that's the virtual room. Again, you may have to reach your hand out to others before they ask for it. But I think people are scared or ashamed of asking for help. And honestly, truth be told, we all need a hand at some point. So then my other advice, I think, would be think ahead as far as what you need and what others might need. I think overall, this remote world has shown us that things can change on a dime. So the more you thought ahead, the more prepared you are for when things change and you'll be ready and flexible as needed. People will notice how flexible and prepared you are. And I think this will also help um, set your mind at ease. I completely agree with Lauren. One thing to uh, keep in mind is that simplicity is key when it comes to leading remotely. You might actually be overburdening others if you're trying to pile on things that have too much reliance on technology or have like these long, complicated processes that you think are actually going to help them accomplish their tasks more easily. Be able to delegate, delegate, delegate to another person as needed. Everyone needs a shoulder to lean on. Be comfortable with accepting that you need that as much as asking for it. Also, be ready to roll with any punch thrown at you. In motivational interviewing, that's called, I believe, rolling with resistance. I love all of this and wish I had this advice before going into my P1 class presidency and other leadership roles last year. Uh, some other practical tips I used for the thinking ahead process that Lauren mentioned and the simplicity that Rybeck mentioned includes using Google and Outlook calendar widgets. These helped me organize my inbox in the very, very many Zoom links that existed last year and still kind of exist this year. Leadership aside, though, all of us were pharmacy students, and by no means were we immune from the personal challenges of the pandemic, regardless of whatever or however many titles we held. Let's circle back to what Rybeck mentioned regarding work from home boundaries and fast forward to this early summer when pharmacy campuses began to open up again. For me, the moment I felt like I had a handle on work from home boundaries was the moment things opened back up and the overstimulation was so real and it hit me really hard. That was a rough transition on its own. Did y'all have similar experiences? And if so, how did you overcome this new round of challenges? Yeah, so I think people were definitely used to the comfort of their home. Our program offered some like hybrid options. So I saw more people coming to class a little more casually than they had been before Zoom or maybe Zoomed in when they probably should have been present in person. As a student leader, it's important that we bring each other up. So we frame things positively like, oh, we get to dress up for school or we get to be in person for class and organization meetings. After having a year of those things really taken away. The other thing I noticed for myself is that good examples trickle down. 
So it was important to me to always be a good student leader, setting strides and encouraging others. I think like Ryback mentioned, we also got a little lax about our group work. So we saw some people struggling coming back to the full integrated team experience. Again, I think this goes back to putting your best foot forward. We know personalities are all different for a very good reason. And teamwork does take all types. So if you're frustrated with a classmate on your team, be empathetic first and then try to bring each other up with positive thoughts before bringing down the hammer. Completely agree with Lauren. From my experiences, um, I've heard uh, when, when I was a leader and to do, still to this day, there are, you know, debates among students on like how certain classes ought to be taught like online only, for example, drug information or biostats post lockdown. To, so it'll be interesting to see how remote learning influences how those classes are delivered once we are crossing my fingers soon out of the pandemic. Plus, despite the fact that we are in person uh, learning on our campuses, we still have some socially distanced modifications to our classrooms, such as how we implement our team-based learning experiences. Despite personal challenges, Again, I've rolled with all the resistance as much as my colleagues have. There have been some circumstances in my remote leadership experience as class president and as a worthy correspondent of Phi Delta Chi, where I defer the situation to our school's administrators. But of course, I try to express those concerns with them and with the utmost professionalism when I do so. When stressed, I'm thankful for all of my Phi Delta Chi brothers and friends outside of the pharmacy world in helping me distress. They also help me to reframe certain challenges so that I can see them not as problems to avoid and run from, but opportunities to grow as a pharmacist and as a man. I really like both of those perspectives and having that perspective is a really important quality to have as a student leader. And I'll admit, it was one of my biggest challenges last year in remote leadership. The tiniest things like oh my gosh, no one likes my group me comment about this assignment, could spiral so easily into, oh my goodness, no one likes me. And just the isolation and the lack of that face-to-face communication, the body language communication in the fall semester just really got to me. Um, so the opportunity to have that perspective and meet more classmates in the spring helped remove that paranoia for me. Uh, Keep in mind, I used to think I was really good at conflict management, but when everyone interacts only through a screen, that threw a huge wrench in my previous leadership tool belt. I had to unlearn a lot of social anxiety about student leadership conflict and how to manage that conflict coming out of lockdown, but the process helped me gain a lot of confidence in my leadership style. Like Rybeck had mentioned, my faculty and non-pharmacy friends were instrumental in the perspective process by helping validate my feelings, yet helping me overcome some of the internalizations I had made during isolation. I cannot tell you how many people still reach out to me for help with curriculum or have expressed gratitude for the job I did last year, and that's helped that mental wellness journey as well. Haley, I get you. I tried to handle similar struggles with Grace, but I will tell you it was not all pretty. I can sit here and tell you or anyone else listening to this podcast to like be positive and be empathetic and lead by example. But sometimes the fuse is really short. You've gotten past trying everything you can think of to resolve a conflict. And I think that's a great time to realize, hey, I need help. Either from a colleague or a friend or from a mentor or a preceptor or a professor. 
Confide in someone and tell them your struggles and ask for advice without being gossipy as possible. They may give you insight or can even just be there to listen. Like you both have mentioned, I really leaned into my friends and organization advisors when I was pushed to my limit. And they had my back always. You don't realize it, but your team is way bigger than you think. Yes, I love that. The common theme of relying on a team is such an important one. It was important last year in lockdown. It's important now as we come back to being in person. You know, we are students and should remind ourselves to give ourselves some grace. The pandemic has really emphasized the journey part of the mental health journey. And I'm really grateful that we've all been able to reflect on people who have had our back during this time. All right, as we are wrapping up, I do want to ask Rybeck or Lauren, do you have any final pieces of advice for our listeners? Honestly, just be open when you yourself are struggling. Don't feel like you must uphold this persona that as a student pharmacist leader, you have to be okay. As they say, it is okay to not be okay. I'm thankful that the conversation about mental health has grown a lot in society during the 2020 lockdown. As we return to in-person operations, we shouldn't roll back our awareness of and honesty in sharing our mental health states with others. As Lauren mentioned, there is someone that has gone through similar, but even though not exact, experiences like yours and is willing to take the time to hear you out. All you gotta do is ask. And this includes your professors. Look, your professors are an amazing resource to have your back at times. I know that when they're standing in front of the classroom, they can seem intimidating, you know, because they're trying to teach you everything that you need to know to be a great pharmacist later. But they're people too. Get to know your professors and befriend them. Remember, outside of their positions, they're as human as you are and can offer life insights that will hit home harder and stay longer with you than any post-exam review or lesson. I totally agree, Ryback. As a student leader, I really think that being present and there for people when you need them is key. And know that there are people and resources that will be there for you as well. So keep in mind that you have to ask for them, though. Try your hardest to advocate for others, but don't forget to advocate for yourself. While most people have moved back to being somewhat in person, we know that there are still going to be aspects of our life that are going to remain partially virtual, at least for a while. So try to make the best of it. Try to be positive and lead by example, but know that you aren't perfect and that people can't expect you to be. So just be your best. Your best is plenty and people will notice. On the topic of professors, I completely agree with everything you just said. I have found that my mentors, professors, and specifically my APPE preceptors have made incredible efforts to answer all my questions and put my nerves at ease, especially during my virtual residency application and virtual mid-year. Ask them for help and don't be afraid to ask other students how they're doing and what's helping them get through. I am so appreciative of y'all. Thank you so much for the advice that you've shared. I wish I had heard it before starting my P1 year, and I hope it's hit well with any listeners maybe still working through how to transition back to the in-person environment. This has been a fabulous time discussing the impact of remote and in-person leadership on mental well-being with Rebecca Sizer Lomboy of the University of Texas at Tyler Ben and Métis Fish College of Pharmacy and Lauren Campisi of the Auburn University Harrison School of Pharmacy. 
If you haven't before, I highly encourage you to check out ASHP student resources by visiting ashp.org pharmacy student. You will find member-exclusive offerings such as targeted materials on career transitions for students, information on residency, and more research tools. Be sure to also check out the Pharmacy Student Forum community on ASHP Connect, where you can also exchange these ideas with your peers. Thanks again for tuning in for this session of Student Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation and be sure to subscribe to ASHP's podcast through your favorite podcast provider. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.